Hello and welcome to Damn Doug's Cute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug and these are my cute mental neuroses. Pretty decent list uh, that you cannot see on this episode. So let's just get right into it. Uh, There needs to be uh, a a warning here at the very beginning. So uh, I, you know, I was talking um, months ago about how I switched from coffee to tea um, just because I like the taste and I just wanted to change things up. And I saw a type of coffee that I really wanted to try and I got it. And this is the first time, uh, I, I drank it. It's called death wish coffee. It's <laughs> obviously I will buy anything with a skull on the box. I'm an easy lay in terms of that. Um, it's really, really good. It's a lot smoother than I thought it'd be. Um, with my barista uh, palette, it's got hints of uh, chicory, vanilla, very buttery. Um, it's very good. I highly recommend it. But it is highly caffeinated. So if I start talking way faster, it's because I have inadvertently overclocked my entire nervous system. So let's get right into it. Losing faith in drawing. So last week I talked about how I had kind of d- been disparaged uh, over my... Uh, my uh, sketching and, and actual drawing uh, in college. And uh, I got a few people that were like, what happened? Because that sounds awful. And so I wanted to get into that, obviously, because, like, you know, full transparency on this show, for the most part, um, unless it's something uh, personal for about someone else. So what happened was, I originally went to college for art because, being a huge comic book nerd, I wanted to be the next Jim Lee. Um, and my style of drawing is not like Jim Lee at all. Uh, Jim Lee is highly detailed, and he's a great artist. I'm not saying anything bad about him. But I was more influenced by um, Alex Toth, who did the old Hanna-Barbera cartoons and Super Friends, uh, and like the Herculoids and Thundar the Barbarian, who he influenced uh, Bruce Timm, who did the Batman animated series and a lot of the DC animated stuff, uh, and Mike Mignola, who famously did Hellboy. So my style is very um, blocky, a lot of um, shadow, a lot of negative space. Um, my first, you know, like year in college, uh, I, t- of course, took a lot of art classes as, as well as my prereqs. And during peer reviews, I would see these kids that could like photorealistically draw. Uh, and I didn't feel good about that. Um, so I just decided to change majors. Realized I could describe pictures better than I could draw them, uh, and ended up getting my degree in English. Uh, my concentration was creative writing. What a shock! And basically, when I stopped, uh, you know, taking the art classes, I ended up bumping into um, one of the drawing teachers, and he was like, "Where, you know, are you taking any higher level classes?" So I went, "No, I, you know, don't really feel comfortable and confident." Um, you know, being that these kids can draw better than I can. And he goes, that's not how this works. It's art is subjective. Um, and he kind of boosted my morale. Now I enjoyed, you know, the English classes, enjoyed the English classes more. Um, so I, you know, I still sketch every once in a while. Um, I don't feel bad about myself when I draw anymore. Um, I mean, it's not that I don't, you know, have artistic outlets, much like, you know, this show, um, and designing logos, which is, I got my minor in that with graphic design, uh, with an emphasis on marketing and branding. So, I mean, I'm still creative. Um, I still doodle every once in a while. 
Um, every so often, you know, I want to draw something for somebody and I, I do, or if I'm bored, I'll send out a, you know, a Facebook message and be like, what should I draw? Um, you know, to keep those muscles, you know, from, from atrophying, so to speak. Um, so I still enjoy drawing. I just don't do it as much. And part of that is because I do so much more on Photoshop, um, that I still get the, the, the stuff out. Um, so you know, and, you know, I don't need to, you know, necessarily sketch my idea. I can pull, um, references from, uh, the internet. Um, so I, I did sketch, uh, for the references for, um, a company called Cherry Bomb that, uh, you know, I just, I wanted to, I wanted to sketch it. So, uh, don't feel like I feel bad about myself or that I'm ashamed or that, you know, I'm depressed or, you know, I'm upset about, you know, that it's, I came out of it just fine. The pipes agree uh, if they got picked up. So I just wanted to say that, you know, kind of my journey of, you know, having one dream, um, it never, you know, I, I never lost that. I wavered a little, um, but I found a different path that I, I enjoyed a lot more. So there you go. Try to take some inspiration from that. Uh, and, you know, losing faith in drawing, as, as I said, um, I still do, you know, uh, logo work. I need to start working on more variant covers. I think Deb's right. But I did finish uh, one logo um, for a company called GEG, which is an events uh, coordination company. Uh, and then, uh, like I said, I'm working on Cherry Bomb. So um, I'm having a blast, and I think it might be time for a I Hate Kathy Hammond logo update. Um, and that I'll probably sketch as well. Food truck gluttony? Whatever that... I mean, yeah. Oh, okay. Um... This is kind of cool. I, speaking of like you know, um, finding new things. Uh, so there's a watering hole that I go to uh, on my days off, and they used to be closed on Mondays uh, just because it wasn't profitable, COVID and all that jazz. And they figured out a way to be open on Mondays, um, and it's kind of a cool idea. So the owner figured out that the back of the house, uh, the kitchens, where it was costing the most money, so they opened up. Uh, just offering drinks, and then they have a random uh, food truck every week. So it's been kind of cool trying uh, new food. And, um, you know, there was, a, a, unfortunately, the Monday that they had the Lebanese food truck. Um, oh, that ended up getting a flat tire not showing up. But um, I would have kind of liked to have tried Lebanese food. Uh, unfortunately, that was the, well, not unfortunately, but that was the Monday, uh, what I call a Deb Monday, where we record in Westminster, uh, no applause, just the clap. Um, but it's been really, you know, fun trying new places, so, so to speak. Ticks, yes, I've been absorbing ticks. Um, when I'm around someone long enough, I start absorbing some of their mannerisms. Uh, it's kind of the negative aspect of um, people watching and being able to mimic. Um, things like accents and, and physical movement. Uh, I talk with my hands uh, like my friend Feish. Sometimes I laugh like my friend Matt. And the newest one is I now shake my head like wifey. So a while ago, um, I was visiting wifey at work, and she was like t typing something in uh, to the you know register thing, and she was just shaking her head like completely dismayed, and she kept doing it, and I'm like do you know that you shake your head almost constantly? And she goes, oh my God, is that that noticeable? And I'm like, well, I mean, I'm 
you know, watching you because I like you and like looking at you. Um, but lately I've been doing it and I'm trying to untrain myself and it's really hard for me to stop. It's been quite interesting, um, picking up that, you know, physical tick from someone else. It's been a while since I've done that, uh, as well as I will randomly, uh, start talking in the like stilted English that, um, Alan Tudyk talks in Resident Alien, and it's because um, I've been re-binging the first half of the second season because uh, Calvin and I are going to talk about it on, um, well, later today, but this week's, oh my god, I just forgot the name of the show, Nerd Vomit, there we go. Uh, so I'll randomly like just start talking like that. Um, that. That doesn't pop up very often, and that will probably go away. Um, cause it's not supernatural, but the head shaking thing is like, I catch myself and I'm like, stop doing that. So I've never really had to untrain myself. Um, so that's been an interesting, you know, it's, it's been like this week or last week rather that I really have noticed it. Speaking of things I noticed, weird segue, I finished, and I'm going to say the name of it just cause it's so much easier, but the fake commercials for Kathy Hammond, I finished the one for dog oil. I'm not going to say what it's for or anything like that because I want it to be a surprise, but you could probably guess roughly. Um, and so I started writing um, the commercial for Dog Oil last week, and it takes this like weird, uh, like passive-aggressive catharsis turn for me. Uh, and I was like, oh, that'd be really funny if you know he just starts kind of like having this emotional breakdown. Um, about like his, you know, his parents and his youth and, and being, you know, his college journey, which, you know, I just talked about as well. Um, and it then takes another weird turn that I didn't see coming. And I was talking to a friend who once again was, you know, we were just talking and, and I was making myself laugh writing it, which is good. But I'm like, oh my God, I thought I was in like a tailspin last week and now it's taking another turn and I don't know where it's going and it takes this weird turn from like I said kind of working through this like catharsis of me to this trauma that this character went through which is complete, completely fictional uh, and it had nothing to do with me working out anything um, but it turns into like his trauma and then finally like I and I, dude, I nailed the landing. Oh my God. The minute I got to this one part, I'm like, I know exactly how this is going to end. And I like was so elated. It was, it was lightning in a bottle and I'm so excited. I mean, you can probably hear it in my voice other than the coffee. Um, so I cannot wait to, uh, uh, reveal and unveil dog oil to the world. Um, it might be soon, uh, later rather than sooner, uh, just because I am working with, um, my boss to, set up uh, just a quiet spot to record like we used to pre-COVID. But my boss is like, well, you know, I said, I, I usually use this like private dining room when no one was using it. And, you know, we just went in there for a couple hours. And is that okay? Or do you want me to, I can, I'll, I'll pay a room rental fee if we can work something out that's, you know, feasible and fair. And he's like, well, let me think about it. I'm like, okay. If he comes back with the whatever offer, um, and it's not, and I'm going, it, it, really, if it's over $100, I'm going to be like, no, that doesn't make any sense. Because um, we don't need anyone to 
wait on us. We don't need anything. It's like, I literally would be like, I just grabbed two bottles of water and we record for a couple hours and that's it. Um, if he comes back with something that's just, I, I don't like, um, I, I'm just going to push back the recording dates for Kathy Hammond till after I move into my apartment. That way I have a space that, you know, admittedly is more, costs me more than a, um, a private dining room, but uh, would be more comfortable and, uh, you know, more uh, conducive and convenient. Speaking of things that uh, I don't normally think of as conducive or convenient, socialization. Um, I'm actually uh, going to go uh, meet up with a friend, uh, holy shit, in a couple days, uh, who was uh, my college roommate, and we also um, were housemates for several years. Uh, one of one of my closest friends, uh, but we just don't see each other that often anymore. Um, the last time I saw him was uh, literally years ago. Uh, he had finished his master's, and his uh, now wife had finished paying off her student loans, so they threw a party. And at that party, he and I were talking, and he's like, when I was leaving, he's like, don't make it, you know, five years between seeing each other. Like, that's, like, we need to not do that. Um, and... I said, no, you're all right, you're right. And every year, what happens is he doesn't text me on my birthday, which is fine. Uh, his birthday, which is a week later, I text him and say, happy birthday. He says, happy belated birthday. I say, we should get together for drinks. He goes, yeah. I go, yeah. And then we never do. Uh, this year, I was like, because of the pandemic and all that bullshit, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Like, you know, after I get back from Phoenix, um, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get something on the books. And he's like, okay, ha, ha, ha. Like, and I texted him at the beginning of March, and I said, I just realized you can probably hear my dryer in the background. Hold on. Okay, sorry about that. Um, so I was like, seriously, we're getting together. Um, and he was like, you know, based on his schedule, my schedule, uh, we made it, put a date in the books. Uh, we're going to meet up for dinner. And it's going to be really fun. I, I can't wait to see him. Um, like I said, we haven't really talked in a while. Um, so, you know, I've got the exciting news of like, yeah, well, I'm working on this, you know, network thing and I'm having a lot of fun and we're starting to, you know, really pick up, uh, in listener numbers, which is ex exciting. Uh, we're at, I believe over 2,500 at this point. So, uh, consistently and, you know, I'll, we'll talk about, you know, like his, uh, well, his parents are still alive, I, I assume. Um, but, you know, how's the wife and, you know, family? And, you know, we'll talk, probably talk about my dad uh, passing away a couple of years, almost a couple of years ago and, and just playing catch up. And um, I may see him the week after because there's a band that um, wifey and I are going to go see called Jawbreaker. I don't think she's familiar with them. Uh, they're my Beatles. Uh, the, the first time I heard Jawbreaker, my worldview completely changed and uh, they had broken up uh, before I got into them. So I was like, well, shit, I'm never going to see them. And then they're reuniting for the 25th anniversary of their seminal album, Dear You, which they're going to play in its entirety. Um, so I'm super excited. And it's going to be like kind of the social event of the year for um, my circle of friends from years ago uh, that I haven't seen. So it's going to be kind of cool. Uh, all seeing each other, uh, you know, after, you know, I like, you know, my friend Greg has had a second kid since I saw him. Uh, no, he's had both kids since, well, his wife had both kids since I saw him. So that's crazy. And just, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun and, uh, I can't wait. I told, and I'm, this is going to go right uh, into the next 
thing. Um, I was talking to wifey and we've been having great conversations, um, both at her job and, uh, just over text almost every night. So it's been really, and I told her, I was like, I just like talking with you and this is great. And she goes, I feel the same way. So, uh, but I told her that, um, all I want, if you know, possible when we're at the concert, I said, even if you don't like it, like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm subjecting you to this, but there's, um, they're going to play a song called Basilia. And it's got a great line in it. And I told her, all I want is to have my arms around you when he sings the words, I want to take you out on a date for the rest of your life. How sweet is that? I'm, I'm getting emotional just thinking about it. So uh, before I break down into joy tears, which is a rare thing, um, something that will bring me to tears, uh, starting to look at the apartment list. Yeah, as we get closer, well, as I get closer to the uh, one-month mark of moving, uh, I need to start, like, I've bookmarked a bunch of my furniture. Now I need to go into this, you know, the mattress places and the, the sofa places to start, like, you know, sitting on them and laying on them and whatever um, to see how comfortable they are and to, you know, either change what I, I'm going to get or lock down a, a delivery date. So, um, excited, but once again, terrifying, uh, just, it's something new and different. And, you know, like I've always talked about, your body doesn't understand the difference between good stress and bad stress. It only knows stress. And that's kind of where I'm at. Um, like I said, it's exciting, but it's kind of scary, uh, because it's something I haven't done in a long time. Uh, speaking of things I don't do all the time, but uh, the reverse, I do it all the time. TIG, things I googled. Uh, only two things on the list you cannot, on TIG, which is on the list you cannot see. Uh, David Bowie Funko Pops was like, oh, wait a minute, I don't have one of those. So I googled it thinking like, oh, they've got to have um, Aladdin Sane or, um, you know, a Ziggy Stardust. Nope. Uh, they do not. The only David Bowie Funko Pop they have is when he was Jareth from The Goblin King. And, I mean, it's cool, but, like, I'd rather have, like, a, a Bowie himself Funko. So, kind of weird that they don't have that. I wonder if it's, like, a legal thing. Uh, and then, uh, was John Malkovich in Heat? So, I was, not, like, in Heat, but, like, the movie Heat. Yeah, I, I was watching Heat at work, and I was like, Jesus Christ, everyone, their mother's in this movie. And I'm watching it, and John Malkovich is totally in it. He plays this guy in a wheelchair, and I was like, oh, shit, that's John Malkovich. And I was looking up the cast of Heat, and there's a whole bunch of uncredited people in it. Um, I couldn't even find that he was in Heat on IMDb. So um, was this a fever dream? Um, was this, did I incept myself? It's so weird that I can't find any credit of him being in Heat, but I was like, he's right there. He's right there. So he's got to see De Niro. It's when they start going over like the money for the you know guy who's laundering stuff. So it, weird, weird. Um, and then this has nothing to do with uh, Google, but I did want to say it um, because I, it got brought up in my personal uh, texts. It's last week's episode. I said something that was really douchey, and I didn't realize I said it that way. Until I was editing, and I'm like, well, I can't take it out because it leads into, like, the next sentence, and you need context. And 
of course, one of my friends uh, listens to this show and was texting me, and he's like, did you really just say fire up the five um, instead of saying turn on my PlayStation or something to that ilk? And I was like, I know how douchey that sounded, and it won't happen again. Uh, you know, it was just I, I caught it late uh, in the editing process. And he's like, well, as long as, you know, I was going to give you a shit, but as long as you know how bad it sounded, I'm like, oh, yes. So uh, thank you for calling me out on that. I know that's why I keep you around. Um, or you, you know what I mean by keep Okay. I'm just digging myself deeper here. So on that note, I'm going to go. Uh, so from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, my name is Doug. And from Dam, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, these have been my acute mental neuroses. Foot in my mouth edition. Good night, Internet. If you've liked what you've heard, listen and subscribe to our other shows like no applause, just the clap. Pitas and Honey Bunches, Pop Culture Spectacular, Fear Agents, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www.bacnpodcast.com.